Hi, Glenn. How are you doing? Very well. Nice to see you. Can you please let me know where you are from, what do you do in Istanbul, and uh, how long it has been you are here? Sure. Uh, uh, you know my name. Um, my name is Glenn. I am a yoga instructor, and I also teach English. I am from India originally, from uh, a very tiny village in Upper Himalayas, and I've been in Istanbul for the last two years. I want to talk you talk to you about uh, this quarantine in Turkey and uh, in most of the countries around the world and daily life uh, which we now live actually. So, uh, how do you spend your time under the current circumstances? Uh, so we we've been teaching online, so you know most of the day goes weekdays um, we're teaching and we don't really have a lot of free time during the weekdays but in the evenings whenever I do find time um, I try to do two things I try to do something physical every single day and something creative so uh, by, by physical work I would I would say because I'm a yoga instructor I have to do my daily practice um, I also do HIIT heat workout um, sometimes at home and also um, I do something creative so be it uh, cooking or painting or uh, you know perhaps scribbling some words down just to I'm currently working on uh, you know a collection of short stories so I, I, I spend time in writing um, that's about it I actually try to do as, as much as possible and um, within a span of days along with your work Um, you know, if I'm able to do, say, about 15-20 minutes of my personal um, creativity, my, my creative work, then that, I consider myself really lucky because most of the time I'm either preparing for my lesson for the following day or I am usually just spending time in teaching online. It looks like we all finally found some time to do for things we always wanted to do, huh? Do you agree with that? Absolutely, absolutely. This is a um, this is the time. I think it, we all needed this as a time to self reflect, to think about things which in a, in a different in a different way, to spend time with ourselves. And those of us who live alone, I know it's very difficult to to uh, you know to, to be with ourselves. But again, I think this is the time to actually understand. And uh, after these times, I guess there will be so many new and good cooks, chefs, and also painters, some writers maybe. I'm 100% sure a lot of us would actually find our passion, um, would, we would discover uh, the sides of us that we never knew existed. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes, see, there is a, there, there are stories of uh, sages in Indian Himalayas. They would seclude themselves and they would go and meditate deep in the forest. And they say that seclusion or being alone brings creativity because you are compelled to spend time to kill time. Now, there are two ways. Either you can spend that time on um, 
for example, watching Netflix, or you can spend that time into um, to do something creative, to um, to have an outlet that can lead to something strong, something something that you have you have made. So it, it's a decision we have to take. Like it's very easy these days to be stuck online, flipping through you know Instagram feed or watching YouTube videos all day. But I'm certain that if we invest this time carefully, uh, so many wonderful things can come out of it. Yeah, I totally agree with you. On the other hand, how do you think this situation affected you psychologically? It hasn't actually. It hasn't. I made peace with the situation the moment I got to know, and it only affects people who are not very happy with themselves. To be honest with you, I mean, of course, we all need some kind of social outlet. We want to be, we want to be outside because weather is so wonderful these days, and we want to be with our friends. Sitting by the water, however, um, this is where the strength of our character, strength of our selves come in. Um, are we able to cope up with with, um, with these kind of difficult times? Are we able to maintain the same decorum and sensibility during these times? So it hasn't affected me personally uh, in any way. Uh, it's just that it has given me the much-needed time that I've always wanted to have. How about vocationally? How did it affect your work? I get you said you give online lessons, but uh, did it affect it positively or negatively? I have noticed that my students, because I teach high school, uh, so you know how high school students are. It's a little bit difficult to keep their interest for too long. So, in a way, I've noticed that sometimes my students struggle with um, in terms of understanding the content um, which I'm which we're teaching through via Zoom and it becomes difficult when there is no human connection and I do understand because these are teenagers and their uh, their attention span is extremely fragile so um, I think they're struggling more than us teachers um, so that 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 way it has impacted also um, you know as because we're social social beings you know human beings are social beings so we we need to be in contact and in, in physical vicinity of other human beings so that not being there um, I'm sure has has affected and especially people the generations which are younger than us um, they're finding it a lot more difficult because Um, those people are generally more social. I have noticed that. But to me personally, and people of my position who have spent time and spent childhood without technology, we aren't finding it very difficult. We aren't finding it very compelling. We don't really miss it that much. That you know, we have to be out and about and meeting people and drinking in a bar or something. How about after these times? What changes do we expect to happen? After this situation, mm, um, I'll talk about both positive and negative changes. So, uh, I, I believe that time would be that more and more work would go online. 
mm-hmm. um, in terms of see, we we already can see that a lot of universities have moved to online platforms. A lot more courses are being offered online. The other day, I was speaking to a friend of mine in India, and um, he's teaching yoga teacher training uh, via Zoom. <laughs> so even physical, um, you know, training is done online these days, and uh, so things have evolved that way. Things things are becoming more technical, more virtual. However. Um, so that's that's. Um, I don't know whether this is the good part or the bad bad side of this lockdown. However, I do believe that there is a sense of um, mistrust, uh, lack of trust that this um, scenario has brought to us. Uh, the other day, somebody was uh, trying to approach because I lived just right by by the main road. Somebody was trying to to somebody on the road and I saw that this person instead of replying um, he stood about two meters away from the person who was asking a question so I do believe that there is a sense of mistrust that people have developed um, because of this current circumstances and uh, we are more, far more vigilant so for example you get your groceries uh, I usually get them delivered to me uh, so I'd, I'd have to make sure that instead, I know that people who have packed it for me have been very careful themselves, but it still takes time in, you know, wiping each and every item clean with with wet wipes or, you know, with the vinegar, just to make sure that I have, uh, I've cleaned it myself. There is a sense of mistrust, which didn't exist before, uh, this, these incidents started. So I do believe that it, this would have changed us in in a lot of ways. Like we would, and then maybe a lot of people are going to learn to um, and start enjoying to stay home. A lot of us would, would start liking it. So maybe we won't be as social as, uh, we were earlier and then that, that idea of you know like the, uh, this is a usually an American concept you see it online on Instagram just pack your bags and go or you know um, just uh, I want to uh, I want to travel and never return home something like that home is where your heart is that, that, that concept of traveling just for the sake of it traveling for just because you want to pose on Instagram, just because you want to geotag every location you go to, I think that would finally die out. Which, to me, because I'm an environmentalist, is a is a very positive thing. Because today, a new beach, a new location is discovered. It's geotagged, and everybody flocks to that location, and then gets polluted and completely destroyed by so many visitors. So it's going to have a lot of positive, um, you know, results as well because a lot of people won't travel as much, and I think that's a beautiful thing when we learn to spend time with ourselves, when we learn to to do things, um, and uh, you know, we don't really need to look for satisfaction for uh, 
outside. We we need to we, we need to go within us. We need to find that peace and calmness within ourselves instead of looking for it in a remote beach in Bali, for example. How about thinking of our life back normal life? Uh, what do you miss most about it? What do I miss most? I miss um, that I'm not able to, you know, just hop on a flight and go back and see my family. I I miss that. I miss that idea that you know, if uh, you know, we all are in this this frame of mind that things can not go as we want them to. So uh, if something happens and we have to travel, we want to go home and visit our, our family and near and dear ones. Yeah. Today we yeah. are not in a position to do so. Mm-hmm. So that is a that is something I definitely definitely miss. But on the other But hand, I don't miss uh, uh, at you, all. Uh, you know the idea that I have to be out and about every single day. Even if you are in the same country or same city with your family, in these circumstances, it's not easy to be with them. Actually, for example, I now uh, stay alone at my apartment, yeah. and my parents uh, are locked down. Maybe more than forty-five days. I'm not sure exactly. I have seen them in this time only two times, and it was only. Uh, at the door, I didn't enter their apartment. I just exactly. visited them to see if they're okay. I just talked to them on phone, like you said, with Ken. Exactly. See, that's what that's what's happening. That's what I miss. I miss the idea that you know I'm not able to visit my friends, for example, and not even not able to invite them home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm also not very convinced that. Um, it might be a good idea to travel to go visit my family this summer because mm-hmm. uh, we know this for a fact that um, you know by the time June and July you know it's just around the corner so by the time some vacations are here just, we would have completely gotten rid of the virus it's not likely so um, you know I'm, I'm certainly um, convinced that you know visiting home is going to be a little bit of a you know a delicate issue i won't really want to visit home because i don't want to take anything with me and you know in fact because our parents you know they're certainly much older you know in their they're in their 60s and we don't really want to uh, want anything to happen to them and we it will be impossible for us to live with ourselves if We are the cause of their misery, of the demise. You know, so we don't really want to do that. I, I'm, I'd much rather stay here in Turkey and stay far away from everybody else than to travel and make myself a carrier by which I spread the virus around. So staying home is the best at this point. Yeah, where, where is your family, by the way? Uh, they live in Upper Himalayas in India. Uh, the village is so small; there are only 500 people that. Google does not even think mm-hmm. um, we are important enough to be on Google Maps, and um, you know a lot of people think that we are a Yeti village. You know, Yeti is the monster. So a lot of Indian people think that we are we are like a Yeti village up in the mountains. Nobody goes there, but there is still life there. We are the number one village in India for growing, and you know, the best Himalayan apples that you can find. Yeah. 
I see. Yeah. And uh, how's the situation there? Do you talk to them and uh, yeah, what kind I of information do you get? Day. Um, they're fine. I mean, like, it's a tiny village and um, there aren't any cases. It's completely cut off from the rest of the world. Uh, they, you know, people had huge farms um, and, and they are at their farm. So they hardly interact with anybody else. They only interact with each other and their workers. And that's about it. So it's actually quite safe. Uh, perhaps it's the safest place to be at the moment because you're completely cut off from the rest of the, rest of the world. Nobody, nobody visits that village. You know, it's, it's extremely beautiful, but because it's uh, not really a very, how do you say, touristy kind of place, it's not really, people haven't really found it yet. It's so nobody, nobody knows that it exists, and that's why they're pretty safe. But here, on the other hand, you know, you know for example, in Istanbul, you know, 60% of Turkish cases are in Istanbul. We are far more um, prone to getting the virus than than them. Mm -hmm. Actually, uh, the situation in that village really sounds safe. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. But uh, talking about Istanbul, uh, are you worried about Istanbul? Yes. And I, yourself? I am. I am, I am, and I, I, I wish that um, things would go back to normal because Istanbul, you know, it's, the city has such beautiful energy. People are so, it's a very social city. So when you see deserted streets like it is today, um, it, this is not Istanbul. Istanbul is where you have a lot of crowd, you have people, you have energy, you have movement. That's a fumble. So I miss that. I mean, I'm, I don't really want to be a part of that. I necessarily, like, you know, I don't really want to be out and about in, in, on the streets. However, I do miss that. I do miss seeing uh, people in their usual action. You said your family is in India. Uh, <laughs> as I know, uh, India has the largest lockdown now in the world. Uh, in the world, yes. Yeah, uh, do you have any news from there and how do you think is the situation is there right now? The situation is at the moment pretty controlled. We have only had 20,000 cases so far and considering it's a country of uh, 1.3 billion people, uh, 20,000 cases is not very much, mm -hmm. uh, not very many and I'm actually very proud that they have been able to maintain these numbers um, And, you know, Western media is very quick to jump um, into conclusions and say things like, oh, you're not doing enough testing and that's the reason you have limited number of, you know, cases. But they have been tracking it, the cases from from its infancy, from day one. In February, I was informed by Indian consulate um, because they knew a lot of us work here. So, uh, you know, like... The population is not very large of Indian people living in Turkey. So they knew already that um, people would be traveling home. So they informed us in fact, saying that, you know, if you're traveling anytime soon, you could be quarantined up to 14 days right from the airport. Like you could be taken from the airport and put in a quarantine facility for 14 days. So they were planning this ahead of time. And uh, But unfortunately, you know, the Western media won't, ever talk about these things, that the preparation was done well. I mean, I'm not saying that num numbers won't increase. We never know how these things happen, how viruses spread. You know, 
tomorrow, for all we know, we could have one million cases. But for now, you know, the situation is in control and, um, you know, each and every um, person is tracked. Whoever this person is meeting is tracked. Whoever they are coming in contact with, they are tracked. And those people, all this data, all this information is online for everyone to access. So, for example, if I visit home and I'm I'm in quarantine for 14 days or home quarantine for 14 days, um, police would come and visit and they would put a sticker on on my like door so that everyone else is aware that in this home they shouldn't visit. Uh, you know, to, to avoid getting the infection because the entire home is considered as home quarantine. You know, like, so for 14 days from the date they start till the 14 days are over, you're not supposed to visit that home. So they're, they're putting stickers on each and every home wherever you have visitors from other countries. So they, they have done so many things for a population of that um, huge number, you know, it, in that uh, it actually, I'm actually proud that Indian government is doing so much for its citizens. That sounds yeah. really good. Uh, yeah. So they do a good job, as I understand from you. So far, so far, it's 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 in control, and you know we're all just keeping our fingers crossed that everything should stay the same because uh, you know how some of the Indian cities are. They're, they're overgrown. They're extremely um, huge cities, and we have several cities which are like Istanbul, like the same kind of um, population. And if uh, viruses just spread in those places, then it would be completely catastrophic, and we wouldn't really want that to happen. That's great, Glenn. Uh, yeah. It really is good to hear that kind of news. So uh, yeah. these are all my questions, actually. Thank uh, you. Thank you very much for your time and talking to me and giving these positive news. No worries. Have a wonderful day. Yeah, you too. Bye. Ciao. Bye-bye.